yo yo what's up everybody this your boy isaac and this is your boy bryce and we are brothers on tennis and guess what y'all we are in the u.s open series man i'm excited we're on the hard courts and we're getting ready to go to new york bryce you ready to go to new york i am so ready to go to new york <laughs> And I'm ready to go to New York, not even for tennis reasons. I'm glad we're going to go see that Temptations show on Broadway. Yes, sir. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Ain't Too Proud to Ain't Beg? Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Yes, sir. Can't wait yes. to see that show. And yes. I heard they got like a lot of Tony nominations, right? Absolutely. They Yeah, they, they popping off up in New York. Right. They're trying to give some soul out there, man. What you say? <laughs> so we're going to get our Broadway play on, dog. Right. But the focus is the U.S. Open. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because y'all know what? Brothers on Tennis is coming at you. <laughs> we are coming at you. We're going to be launching on August the 26th. And we are going to bring all of this to you live in person. It's just going to be straight up popping. And your boy, Isaac and Bryce, will be in New York. We will. Yes, sir. So check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. We'll be posting pictures. Hopefully, we'll have some pictures with some of the players and yes. maybe some of the coaches. Mm -hmm. uh, brothers on tennis will be in the house. We will be in the house. And the house will be packed. Yes, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to be geared up and everything, man. So if y'all are around the, the U.S. Open grounds, just going to look for a couple brothers, man. We're going to have a little special outfit on trying to, you know, let folks know that we have arrived. So it's going to be hot and popping. And with that said, though, we are coming into the U.S. Open. So, of course, we've got all the pre-tournaments that are happening. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. We will cover some of the finals that happened last week. And then we'll also talk about what's going on this week. Because we got a big one going on this week, y'all. We Do we? One. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got the Masters. We got the, the uh, was it Tier 1 for the ladies? Mm -hmm. So, it's, it's, it's big stuff. But before we jump into that, we'll talk quickly about what we saw from last week. And and Bryce, there was some good stuff that kind of popped off last week, don't you think? There was some good uh, tennis last week. And yeah. as we know, you know, we didn't really have the big guns playing last right. week. Right. Uh, they're still a little tired from having made it far in Wimbledon. Right, right. But these other people who lost early... Uh, <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> ...and need to get their stacks right. Get your coins right. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing last week. Yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they needed to get them coins. They need to be like, okay, look, I got to get myself outfitted right for the U.S. Open, so let me go ahead and play these lead-ups so I can get myself right. So, yeah, we had a bunch of tournaments, folks. We actually had six tournaments going on, which is just a, a god-awful lot. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, good on the folks for getting out there and playing. So, Bryce, what do you think? Do we want to start with the men first or do we want to talk to about the women? And, 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 and which, which, should we, which should you prefer? Let's start with the women first because I want you to end with the city tournament for okay. the men. That's, okay, that works. That works. All right. So we, again, we had three tournaments, folks. So we had one up in the Silicon Valley Classic, which is um, Mubadala, which is interesting because that used to be Stanford, I believe. So I guess they got some new sponsorship or whatever. Yeah, but it sound, <laughs> sounded like they were trying to go back to Wakanda. Or right? Because Bryce. Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> Our new tournament is called Mwamba Nubaba. Mwamba Nubaba. I 
was like, because when I saw her, Bryce, I was like, ooh, this is probably a tournament that's off in some, some god-awful country they playing on rocks. And I, looked, I was like, wait a minute, this is San Jose, California. This American tournament. What the hell? So anyway, with that said, though, great tournament. And in the finals, we ended up seeing Sabalenka mm-hmm. versus Zhang Shai Zhang Sai Sai. Let me make Very sure good. I get Zhang right. Yeah, because she 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 need to have her name right because why? Because she got that crown. <laughs> she was like Sabalenka, pretend nobody's scared of you. I'm up in this final too. Don't be tripping, thinking you done done something. Right, dude. She went out there. And she she put in work. She put in work and got it done, Bryce. Thoughts. I, and I thought that she would because for whatever reason, Sabalenka is very up and down to me. Yeah. She's got the tools. Yes. Um, she's not as fragile mentally as like a Madison Keys, <laughs> but you know, she, her results are not consistent. And right. look, that's one thing, and I'm not trying to stereotype at all, mm-hmm. but the Chinese players mm-hmm. are consistent, yeah, if absolutely. nothing else, right? Absolutely. Very rarely do they beat themselves. Right. So right. I kind of thought she might get up on Sabalenka if Sabalenka didn't just hit her off the court. Right. But you know what's interesting, Bryce, is with, with Zhang Sai Sai, and, and like I said, I don't want to you know get too, too, too detailed, but what I will say is she's an athlete, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really look at her, she is an athlete. Yes. I mean, she she came out there ready, so she's she like, I'm I'm ready. So not only do I have that consistency, I got that athleticism that can match you as well, Miss right. Sabalenka. And and she and she took it to her. I mean, it was a great set. It I mean, great match. Excuse mm-hmm. me. It was six three seven six. Mm-hmm. So very competitive. You know, no bread. No nobody was hungry. So, <laughs> so did nobody get fed. Right. But it was really a good match and good on her for being able to get up in there and take that title. I, I, I agree with you. So. Yeah. Yeah. So so we had that going on up in Silicon Valley, San Jose. And then we also had and and I'll just I'll just I'll go ahead and, and, and just preface this by I, I didn't even know this tournament was happening, but then I heard the name of it and said, hmm, that's an interesting name for a tournament. Bryce <laughs> Do you know the name of the tournament that was happening over in, I, I don't even know, it was in Germany. I'll just say in Germany. All I know <laughs> is I was in my family room. Yes. Minding my own business. Minding your business. On the couch yes. with my dog. Yes. Well, my dog wasn't on the couch. Uh-huh. He was on the floor. Yes. But we were sitting there watching the match, uh-huh. and I saw this banner uh-huh. in the background. Yes. Yes. And I said, I'll be damned if I don't say Liquid Molly. What the hell is going on over there in Germany? Liquid Molly? How are they turning up over there? Hey, well, they are turned up. That's what it is. <laughs> Shit, they party and they like, oh, yeah, we're going to have us a Liquid Molly tournament. That's how we do it over here. It, it took me a minute to dude, kind of to get settled over that one. Dude, that one had me twisted. I was like, how are you just going to call your tournament Liquid Molly? I thought at the championship, they were going to come give the winner like a big bottle of pills. <laughs> like, here, go sell these. That would be your prize money. Come go sell them, and you go ahead and do what you need to do. <laughs> but with that being said, the Liquid Molly Open <laughs> ended up having uh, Van Utbank, who I, I actually like her. She, she's a very interesting player. Not too well known, but Utbank does, you know, does her thing. And then you have Patricia Maria Teague. And Teague actually ended up pulling out the match. And now in that one, she, she, took, she took that L in that first set. But then she came back and put a breadstick and a whole biscuit up on Van Utbank. She was like... <laughs> 
You look hungry. <laughs> that first time must have wiped you out. So let me go ahead and feed you. Let me confess. Listen. I did not watch not none of that match. <laughs> that was too many consonants on the screen between them two names. <laughs> I got distracted and unfocused. And <laughs> Dude, no. I, I fully understand. Because listen, you talk about, yeah, that's a, one of our low, low budget tournaments. So, uh, yeah, but kudos to T for, uh, you know, pulling out that victory. For your Molly, your liquid Molly, Molly Challenge Championship. I bet you ain't never gonna forget that. They can be like, ooh, what's that title represent, Liquid Molly? <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. And uh, then we had our third tournament, which is the city, the city open. Uh-huh. And that was the other sort of US based tournament that we had going on. Uh-huh. And in that final, I, now, now Bryce will we'll preface it by saying there was a whole bunch of names up in that draw initially. Because right. you had Sloan Stevens as a top seed. You had Madison Keys up in there. I mean, and unfortunately, they just flamed out, which right. is really, really disappointing, especially considering that they didn't do too well the other week as well. Right. But regardless of that, in the final, we did have an American. Uh, her name was Jessica Pagula. And she battled uh, a Georgie. Uh, I forget Georgie's first name, but uh, Camilla, uh, Camilla, Camilla Georgie. There yeah, you go. Crazy. So, who's she crazy? She's special, ain't she? <laughs> she real special. She's special, but she can hit the hell out that ball. But her be so damn tiny. I know. She tiny. She ain't nothing but just, I mean, just skinny. I, but she can wallop the hell out that ball. She can. Dude, it is crazy. You're talking about somebody that goes for their shots 100% of the time. Yes. But I tell you what, I would not turn my back on her in the locker room. <laughs> I would not turn my back on Camilla Georgie in the locker room. No, not a, she looked like she would stab somebody. <laughs> she was like, mm-hmm, yeah. She was like, mm-mm, no, sister. You don't want to play with this one. No, no. <laughs> but with that said, she made it to the final, which she we did. haven't seen Camilla Georgie in a very long time because I think she was actually injured. Oh, was she? Yeah, okay. but good on her for getting back up into the swing of things, making it to a final. Right. Good on her. Unfortunately, Pagula just was like, no, nah, sister, today is my day. I'm right. the American. I'm trying to get my first title. Bitch move. And let me tell you what. Also, congratulations to David Witt. Now, for those of you Preach. that don't know, mm-hmm. Pagula's coach is the ex-coach of Venus Williams. That's right. So once Venus gave him the boot. Yep. <laughs> Holla. You know, he went and got with Pagula yep. and has already led her to her first title. First title. American first title. David, we're good on you, brother. Yes. I know you're not, you know, in the Williams camp no more, but you, you, you know, you, we still give you love because right. you was there for a long ass time. Yeah, he, 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 he like your play cousin. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what he like. He, David, we like your play cousin. He ain't had a family, really, right. but he your play but cousin. But he your play cousin. Right. So, so good on Pagula. Congratulations for winning your first tournament. Good on you, young lady. And with that, Bryce, those were the ladies' tournaments mm-hmm. last week. So we're going to jump on over to the men and talk about some of the finals. Now, I told you this before, and this is to me hilarious. I didn't even know there was no damn Generale Open going on. And apparently it was over on some clay. I'm like, why the fuck people are still on clay? And it's supposed to be in the hardcore getting yourself ready for the U.S. Open. Have you not noticed that there is basically like a clay court series that goes year long? Year, exactly. And it's really for those people that only play on clay. On clay. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're forced to play the Master Series and the Grand Slams on whatever surfaces they're on. Right. But they have created a whole subculture uh-huh. of where clay court people can basically play all year on clay. And thus, 
the generale open. There you go. Because uh, the folks that we know, Andujar, mm -hmm. I believe Cuevas was there. Yep. Uh, Ramos Vignoles, who is my boy, who made it to the final. Good on him. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the person who I would not have expected to play, but I guess it was in his backyard, right. Dominique Team. So right. he was, of course, the top seed. Yes. And he ended up playing uh, Ramos Vignoles in the final. Mm -hmm. And uh, he ended up, you know, giving him that 7-6. And apparently... He broke his spirit in that tiebreaker because he got that tiebreaker. Seven Eleven was it like, bitch? You need, you look hungry. I'm, you look like you need some bread. Go and take this bread sitting going out him. I'm not scared of you. In the name of Thomas Musa. <laughs> yes. What? Come on now. He was like, yes, son, get on out here. Let me get my crown and my coins and uh, <laughs> get on over to the States. <laughs> so, yes, folks, Dominique Team did end up beating Ramos Vignola 7 6 6 1 uh -huh. in that tournament. Took his home tournament. So, kudos to, well, not necessarily his. No, it is. Yeah, it was in Austria. It was in Austria, was Austria. yeah. yeah. So I keep forgetting Dominique Team is Austrian. I keep yeah. forgetting that. But, yeah, good for you, uh, Dominique Team. I mean, like I said, it's still a little questionable to me that you stayed on clay when, you know, folks was getting well, their he heart he played in front of his peoples, you know. Yeah, that's true. All right, I ain't gonna bag no. on you. I'm, I'm gonna give you love. I'm just happy you won because you are one of our boys, and we do, we do, we do love and appreciate you. All right, the second tournament on the men's side that was happening last week, and this was down in Mexico, down in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, man, once again, Taylor Fritz trying to get, trying to, trying to make waves, man. Yes, Taylor Fritz made it to the final, and he battled our boy Diego Schwartzman. I love Diego Schwartz. I love him too. That he is just I, to me. It's just I don't. I, I just I don't know what it is about him, but I like me some Diego. Well, Schwartz you know, too. I think it's very easy to vote for. You know, sometimes people call it the underdog yeah. or, or what we what you would say in this case, yeah. underside. Yes, right, right. Because for those of you that don't know, Diego Schwartzman, he's what, about five, five six, six, five five, maybe, maybe on a good day. <laughs> you know, right with some platform. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "What a prince doing all them books when he right, left. right, shit." So, uh, but no, he just, um, you know. You gotta love when somebody like him or Michael Chang, yes, you know, yes. the, the smaller statured people mm -hmm. get in there and they battle. And they battle and they like, nah, you're not gonna beat me. And that's exactly what happened in that final. Right. Um, uh, Diego Schwartzman got up on Taylor Fritz. Again, strong battle, 7 6, uh, seven, six, six 3. Mm -hmm. So at least nobody got fed. Right. So that was a good thing. But you know, kudos to you, Diego, for getting that title, man. I'm really happy for you. And I'm also happy for Taylor Fritz because once again, Extremely solid week out of Taylor Fritz. It was Taylor's getting it done, man. He, I, he's, he's I, I getting it done. I think a lot of it has to do with Anacone. Yes, uh, with yes. Paul Anacone being in his corner, and mm -hmm. once again, listeners, his coach Paul Anacone used to coach uh, Pete, Sampras. Pete Sampras. He used to coach uh, Roger, Roger Federer. Federer. He he helped out Sloan for a little while. He sure did. Mm -hmm. So he's been in some major camps. He has. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, don't sleep on Paul Anacone's influence. It is. It 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 goes very far, right. and we can definitely see that that's what's happening with Taylor Fritz. So Taylor, good on you, brother. You keep up those great great results. Mm -hmm. And Bryce, our last tournament from the week, and this is the goodie. Yeah. The City Open, in that final. Yes. We had Daniil Medvedev mm -hmm. versus who? Nick, Nick Kyrgios. What the hell is going on up in this house, Bryce? Talk to me. Let me tell you what. I was so happy that Kyrgios won that oh, tournament yes. last week because, look, 
we all know Kyrgios has all the antics. He has mm-hmm. all the trick shots, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I kind of equate it to like a parent with a child in school. <laughs> right. And they'll say, you know, as it relates to extracurricular activities, mm-hmm. you can participate in those yep. as long as your grades are right. Right. Okay. Right. And I think there's, there's a similarity there with how we accept some of Kyrgios's antics mm-hmm. and his uh, the trick shots and the things that right. he does during a match. Right. Because when you win, mm-hmm. then it's like, wow, you do all that. Now, if you do all up. that and you're and just you're not losing, winning, you're losing, exactly. then you start to become a little more of a, yeah, you know. You might want to rethink your strategy. Exactly. But him pulling out this title, mm-hmm. him having really a couple of very good wins, yes. uh, taking out Cece Pops, yes. which was a great win. Great win. Medvedev, mm-hmm. which was a great win. Mm-hmm. Um, and after the tournament, he really seemed to kind of have a moment where he was like, you know what? This was a this was a period of growth for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I was extremely happy for him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You, you see he's got the new commercial out. The commercial out, and, that's uh, right. And he's really carving out, uh, you know, a very unique space for himself. For himself, in, right. In the world of professional tennis. I absolutely agree, bro. I was I was very happy for Nick Kyrgios winning this title. Because, right. again, it's like you say. Everybody kind of gets on him for the antics and what have you. And, you know, we do as well, just a little bit. But at the same time, he can get the W's. Right. He can get the crowns, which is, again, what he proved. And, Bryce, I have to say, I thought it was so, so special. On three of his matches where he kind of went back to the crowd and was like, hey, man, where should I serve this one? Right. I thought, and and while some may have seen that or an opponent may see that as being disrespectful, I thought that that was just such a nice way for him to just be so open to the crowd the fact that he went back to the two ladies and gave them big hugs at the end that to me that's special let that's me tell special, you dude. something that these players in this generation don't do that the players of the previous generations used to do is mm-hmm. engage the crowd engage the crowd jimmy connors mm-hmm. and macro oh, masters they would actually engage the crowd and so mm-hmm. When I think about Kyrgios, yeah. as long as he's not exceeding the time he has to serve right. or return serve, right. and he's not being a delay in the mm-hmm. game, right. he's doing stuff that nobody else is doing, mm-hmm. and it's causing excitement for the game. Absolutely. It's now getting people to maybe even start talking about during Kyrgios matches. I want to be sitting down there. Down in the front. front. Maybe so he'll that, talk to me. Exactly. Maybe, yeah. It's, Bryce. Look, he, I think the appreciation for what he brings to the game is really growing. Now, now, let me give the balance to that real quick. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do think he takes some of his negative reactions a bit, a far, bit far, and he yes. needs to curb that in a yes. little bit because nobody yeah. really wants to see Someone's, that. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. We don't need all but, that. But right. in terms of how he engages the crowd, how mm-hmm. he spends time for the kids at the tournaments, mm-hmm. I mean... He's, like I said, literally doing things that no other pro is doing, especially during the course of a match. Exactly. Right? It's so impressive, man. I, 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 Like you said, I think he's just really carving himself a nice little space, and I think it's just so awesome. And the one thing I will, will also say, I think players have a – I think they're a little bit afraid of Nick because of he's such a wild card. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, Daniel Medvedev is not a quiet person. Right. And you see that, like, when he plays against, like, CeCe Paws and a few right. other folks. Mm-hmm. He get fiery. He was quite muted in that final. Yeah. I think players know that Nick is such a wild card, he ain't one to be messed with. They like, ooh, I can't play with him. Because the minute that you, you start popping off, 
Nick gonna pop off even harder, and, which is gonna throw you off your game right. more so than it will throw him off his game. And let me tell you what else is is is, is probably in the back of their mind. Mm-hmm. Nick is probably easily mm-hmm. a top five level talent in professional tennis, easy, right? Easy. So the way that he performs with minimal practice, yep. with no coach. Yep. He is a threat to win every single match he stepped on the court. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if it's Djokovic, mm-hmm. Federer, mm-hmm. Nadal. Mm-hmm. He can win every So they can't just laugh him off. It, you cannot. You Cause, cannot. Because you'll end up back in the <laughs> locker room trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> exactly. You know? Trying to laugh off them shots he done put on you. <laughs> and quietly, Bryce, just to finish it out real quick. Did you see that forehand that he hit in that final against Medvedev? He hit a 114 yes. mile per hour forehand. Like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. You, when you have that level of pop off your strings mm-hmm. and that level of control, I'm, I'm. When he did that, I was just sitting there like, "This fool is crazy." Like you said in this commercial, I have no. Weakness. My game has no. <laughs> right. Weaknesses. No weaknesses. Look. Go ahead, Nick Hughes. Congratulations, brother, on winning that title. We are absolutely proud of you here on Brothers on Tennis. Man. Absolutely. Good job, good job. So, Bryce, so, what you got for going on this week? What are we, well, we talking about? There are a couple of weeks during the year that we get very excited because there are large tournaments yes. where you have both the men and the women playing at the same tournament. Yes. And, you know, so we know we have the Grand Slam, mm-hmm. the Big Four. Yes. But then we have a few other tournaments throughout the year. Uh, and usually when they are of both men and women, and we had an exception last week with Washington, mm-hmm. uh, the city tournament, yes. they're usually a tier one on the women's side, and they're usually a master series on the men's side. Right. Now, the one thing that I like about the tournament this week is Canada does it a little differently than even those other tournaments, because what they do is they alternate each year, and they have the men either in Montreal or in Toronto, and then they have the women in the other city. Right. Right? Right. So this year, I believe we have the men in Montreal. I believe that's the case. Right? Yes, we yes. have the men in Montreal, mm-hmm. and then we have the women in Toronto. Yeah. So let's go ahead and let's start with the, we'll start with the men this All time. Right, let's start with the men. And with the men, the top eight seeds that we have are Rafael Nadal, mm-hmm. Dominic Team, mm-hmm. Alexander Zarev, yep. Nisha, I mean, sorry, Stefanos Asisipas, mm-hmm. Kay Nishikori, Karen Hatchinoff, Fabio Fognini, and Daniil Medvedev. Medvedev. Now, that is a very strong top eight, yes. but you will notice we are missing Roger Federer yep. and Novak Djokovic. Right. Um, and, and that really isn't a huge surprise. Federer typically doesn't play this tournament. He, Correct. he typically waits to the next week in Cincinnati. Yeah, he loves Cincinnati. Um, now, Djokovic has done sort of both. Right. But honestly, it feels like he's leaning a bit more towards Cincinnati these days. Because right. he hasn't really played the Rodgers as much right. as before. But sometimes he'll play both if he's feeling good. But yeah, apparently right. this year he's like, nah, I won Wimbledon. I spanked up on Roger. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just hang out until the, until Cincinnati. Right. <laughs> and he's defending champion. Yes, he is. Of Cincinnati, where he beat where Roger. Where he beat Roger last year. So he probably <laughs> said, let me just make sure I'm right for that tournament. <laughs> right. But, you know, um, so it's a good tournament. Yes. We haven't really had any real upsets this week so far. Right. 
on the men's side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Isaac, who do you think, you know, will make the semifinals? You, yeah, and so it, it's always questionable with Nadal only because this is his first tournament, you know, back on hard courts. So you mm-hmm. don't know how his body is. You don't know if there's any aches and pains there coming off of the grass. But he was, you know, on the clay right before that. So I, I never will count out Rafa because he's just, you know, always knows how to just sort of get it done. Um, and there's so many good names in here, man. I just... You know, even one that wasn't necessarily mentioned that I actually think could make some waves, and that's our boy Felix Ajayal Yassim. Because, uh-huh. again, he's at home, and yeah. um, that might be, you know, it, you know, Shapovalov popped off, uh, I think it was either last year or year before last, um, at this tournament. So, who knows? Maybe it's Felix time to, to do a little something-something. I'm not sure. But, honestly, bro, those are some good names. I... I I struggle with the semis, but if I'm going to throw somebody in the semis, I would say that it's going to be Nadal against Sissipas. Uh-huh. And on the other side, I would probably say, as much as I would want Felix to get there, I think Rayonich is probably going to do some things. I think he might end up getting there as well as... I can't count out Daniil Medvedev because I don't think team coming off a of clay is going to be right. Uh-huh. Um, but I think Daniil might end up doing something to get to those semis. So that's who I'm going to call. How about you? Who do you think will make the semis? Well, I agree with you up top. I do think it's going to be Nadal versus CeCe Paz. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually on the bottom, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's going to be Medvedev. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. Okay. Against Varenka. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm uh, mad at you on that pick. Yeah, I think Vavrinka <laughs> is going to come through. Uh, Especially how he did up. Yeah. <laughs> he jumped up on Grigor Dimitrov that first round. He's exactly. like, bitch, I'm scared of you. My, my fandom of Vavrinka <laughs> is growing. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> right? He's like, please. But no, I, but you know, now that he's back from injury and he's right. had some really good results. Yes. I think this is a draw that he can make it through. So I, I absolutely agree with you. I think that he can get there for sure. Right. I I believe that um so out of that semi, I think that uh Medvedev mm-hmm. is gonna probably make the finals and mm-hmm. I think he's gonna make it probably against Nadal and mm-hmm. I think Nadal will take the title. I, I, you know what? I can't disagree with you there. That's kind of what I'm predicting because if Nadal gets his footing, I just don't know that I see any of these other nah. guys being able to stop him from from lifting another Rogers nah. crown. So, nah. yeah, yeah. Now for the women's side, a mm-hmm. uh, lot more interesting. It is, <laughs> as it usually is. All right. Um, so the top eight seeds that we have for the women are Ash Barty, mm-hmm. Naomi Osaka, mm-hmm. Carolina Pliskova. Simona Halep, Kiki Burtons, Alina Svitolina, Sloane Stevens, and the queen. The queen. Serena Williams. Hey, now. Now, let me give you a little update. Mm. Unlike the men where we have not had any upsets thus far out of the top eight, Mm-hmm. Ash Barty and Sloane Stevens are both out of the tournament. Holla! <laughs> <laughs> so Ash uh, went down to um, Sonia Kennan. Sonia Kennan, yep, yep. Uh, the American, mm-hmm. and 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 I watched that match this morning, and I and I'll be honest with you, I, I think Ash is just is a little there's a little Ash, yeah, a little, rust a little rusty <laughs> on her. A I think she'll be fine. I just it just yeah. seemed like she was just you know. And then for Sloan, 
I think Sloan just, I think she focused on, on getting the nuptials, you know, getting that marriage happening, mm-hmm. starting that new chapter in her life, because you can definitely tell it is not the normal Sloan on the court these days. Right. Because she got skull cracked in the <laughs> last week, and then for her to get drugged this week, yeah. it, it's just quite disappointing. But I think that she's just got other things on her mind. So I think, you know, it, it might be a little rough for her for, for a little bit, but you know, Sloan, we we still love you. Yeah. We still love you. Now, before we get to our semifinal predictions, mm-hmm. I do want to mention that another match that I watched today. Yes. And y'all just think I'd be on this chick, but <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Somebody needs to get with Miles and Keys and sit her down somewhere and be like, what's really going on? Because preach, preach. she played Donna Beckett today. Oh, yes. And she served at 40 love in the second set with three match points. Mm. Now, Madison Key supposedly has one of the best serves on the women's tour, right? That is, that is, that is what they've said. But the moment that Donna saved those three match points and got it back to Deuce, I said in my mind, she's going to win this match. <laughs> and I believe it went to a tiebreaker in the um, third set. Okay. Um, but, and maybe it did, and I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, it went to the third set, and Donna won. And, you know, it did go to tiebreaker. Okay. okay. Uh, look, like I said, Y'all can keep thinking I'm just hating on Mass and Keys, but each and every week I'm coming to you and I'm telling you about matches this woman should win that she just doesn't. Yeah, yeah. There's I, I, and I know what you're saying, Bryce. I'm I, I. There's something. There's a little corner that's kind of special for me with Madison, so I keep her in there. Special is right. <laughs> but I agree with you. I don't. I just don't feel like she is living up to her potential right now. I mean, you're talking about someone that made the U.S. Open final who has made some serious strides, and it just seems like she's 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 falling off. Or I mean, not completely, but just she's not giving us her best game. Because if Madison Keys gave us her best game with her mental type, Madison Keys would be in the top five in the world. Yeah. Simply put, she, she would be. Because remember, don't forget, Remember when she played Serena Williams about three three or so years ago? Serena beat her, but she walked up to the net when they shook hands. She was like, "Girl, you're gonna be number one soon." And she and who knows? Maybe that maybe that's what messed her up. But I mean, literally, Serena was touting her and was like, "Look, Madison's game ain't no joke." And unfortunately, Madison and I feel like she's got the game. It's just her mental. Her mental is just. Un, it's just but not. But you tight. can't say just her mental. Yeah, well, I, that is such true. a huge yeah. part of of I, the game, you're right. and that's why the greats are the greats because they have it they all. Got that they've yes. got the physical. Yes. They've got the mental. Yeah. They've got the work ethic. Yeah. You can't be missing one of the components. Yeah. And she got a head, but she ain't got no screws <laughs> in it. She is missing <laughs> the mental piece. And until she yeah. gets that together, because yeah. let me tell you what's about to happen to Madison Keys. Hmm. Sonya Kennan, yep. Anna Samova, mm-hmm. shoot, uh, Baptiste, yep. Coco, Taylor Townsend, Sasha Vickery, yeah. Coco Golf, they, they coming uh, up. McNally. Yeah. Let's they, not even forget Cece Bellis, who who you remember, she, she was splash and she's coming back by the Lauren way. Davis Lauren is coming Davis back is beating, coming back beating folk. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah. She about to lose her spot. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to say protect your spot. Protect Absolutely. your spot, right? Because I'm telling you, and Bryce, you are so spot on. Because literally, and this just kind of segues into women's tennis in America is popping, dude. It is real popping. We we got us we got us some talent. We do coming behind Venus and Serena, and mm-hmm. I am so happy and so proud of them. Right. They're each kind of pushing one another. But you're right though. Mm-hmm. Madison needs to get her mind right, or is she gonna lose her spot? Right, because probably the worst thing has already happened, and that is there isn't a fear factor of playing her. No, I bet you, Donna, I bet you, when Donna <laughs> Becky was down those three match points today, she was like, "All right, let me go ahead let and get go. my shit together." Right, you, you know what she I mean? did? She thought back to last week and was like, "Oh yeah, didn't that young lady Batista beat, beat up on Madison? I'm established." <laughs> She's 17 and beat yeah. up on her. I'm not going to go down like that. What? Right, Come right. on now. Man, I, yeah, Madison has definitely, definitely got to get that mental right. Because yeah. she has such great physical tools. Such great physical she tools. She does. She can hit the hell out the ball. Dude. She can. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's, I ain't wasting no more time talking about her. So... What yeah. are you thinking about in terms of the semifinals for the women? Yeah, so 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 th- this will be a little bit interesting for me. So for whatever reason, I have a feeling that Benchitz is going to show out a little bit. I think she's going to make it to the semis up on the top, and I'm probably going to have her fighting against um, Pliskova, only because Pliskova just you know she she she's her game has been pretty nice this year. Um, so I probably would put them in the semis. And I think on the bottom half, um, I will probably say Halep because, you know, she's coming off of Wimbledon and you know she's pretty hype right now. Uh-huh. And honestly, I it's going to – I I know we're not supposed to talk about this, but I really, really want to see Osaka and Williams. Yes. I need to see that Serena-Osaka rematch. Cause, uh-huh. cause, and, I, and to me, but I don't know which one will win, but to me, that's who I'm predicting to make that semi. Okay. one of those two. What All about right. you, brother? What you see? Well, actually, I'm, I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to do an Isaac pick. I'm going to go way <laughs> out there. Uh, anyway, uh, I think in the top half, I'm going to go with uh, Svitolina. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad choice. Yeah. I'm going to go with her actually against Burton's. Okay, okay. Interesting. Uh, and then in the bottom half... You think Kiki going to make it? Because she played like 9,000 tournaments every time she get injured. Well, I, the reason why is I think she has recently lost some, some matches that she should have won. Correct. And I think she is going to be a little more dialed in here. Okay. All right. And, and, and Pushkova, actually, something's kind of going on with her. Do you think? Right, so? I do. Okay. So, okay. like I said, it's a little bit out there, but, you know... I like Sp- that, though. Svitolina and Burton's. That's and good. then on the bottom half, I'm going with Halep and Williams. Halep Williams, yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, to me, that would be incredible. But I agree with you. That Serena-Osaka match, please, Osaka, don't to lose to, it like, needs- Wozniacki or somebody <laughs> else. Cause we, we need to see that matchup. Yes, yes. It is to me, because I think that Naomi has put it out there that she's excited to be back on the hard court. Mm-hmm. Again, she done skull-cracked uh, Serena two times now. They yep. are two in love. So Serena would need to really get up on her. And to me, that will set her up for a very nice U.S. Open series. So how do you see the semis playing out then? I, I it's 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 so tough to say because I think that either Serena or Osaka will beat Halep and make to the final. In fact, that's probably going to be my pick. One of those two mm-hmm. will likely win this tournament, in mm-hmm. my opinion. 
Because I don't know that even on the top half, half as I pick Benches and Pliskova, mm-hmm. if they'll be able to do anything against Osaka and Williams in a final on hard court. Right. So I'm picking one of those two. So I'm still I'm still not saying which of those two it will be, but it's going to be one of those two, in my opinion, that right. will win this title. I think I'm going to say Svitolina is going to make it to the finals. I just have this feeling that she's trending upward mm-hmm. with her game right now. Okay. Uh, and so I think She's gonna set burdens down. <laughs> yes. Um, I think, uh, and I think Serena is gonna take out Osaka and then take out Halep. Okay. Now I'm gonna tell you something else that I'm thinking about Osaka. Mm-hmm. I think Osaka is. I don't know if you've been watching some of the things she's been posting on social media and all that. Mm. I think she's trying to psych herself up mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. because I don't think she still feels it right now. Right. I think she still feels kind of under. The bar, right. um, and she hasn't really had any results yet to to show the difference. So now True. she's trying to talk positively and all that, but I don't think she's there yet. Yeah, and, and you know what they say, you know, speak it into existence. So right. if, you, if you talk positively, then positive things will happen, which I'm a firm believer of, in, in fact. But yeah, I agree with you. I think her talk is a lot more than what the actions are speaking exactly. Right now. But I hope for her sake that, you know, they do happen, just not in this tournament against Serena Williams. Because right. <laughs> I, I still think there's a little karma out there for uh, Osaka. Yeah. You know, I still think, you know, you know, Sasha at night before he goes to bed kind of crumbles up his hand and says, ain't no good going to come to you. You know, I, you just, you know, when you, yes, when you do yes. dirt, you get dirt, right? Yeah, that's very so true. That's we, very true. we have to see how that plays out. <laughs> So anyway, one of the things that we wanted to do uh, today is we wanted to introduce this hot topic. Yes. And for those of you that may or may not know, Mm -hmm. um, a couple of years ago, Roger Federer um, created what he called the Laver Cup. And he wanted to create something in the game that paid homage to Rod Laver, who was his favorite player. And he felt like a lot of the really pioneers back in the day don't get the shine right. today that they deserve. Right. So he created um, the Labor Cup that really kind of um, copies the structure of Ryder Cup from mm-hmm. golf, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you have a team that is comprised out of players from Europe only yep. Yep. against a team that is comprised of players from all the other countries, right. which are called, which is called the world, the world. team. Right. So the captains of each team is the world team is coached by John McEnroe. Mm-hmm. The Europe team is coached by Bjorn Borg, Bjorn. which was like a huge rivalry back in the day. Right. And so it has been a huge success Ooh, for goodness. the first two years. Absolutely. Uh, I will personally say it's the most entertaining tennis that I've watched of the year Agreed. for the last two years. Absolutely. And so what we wanted to talk about today is each team has six players. And each team has kind of like an alternate in case somebody gets hurt or whatever. Now, in the first two years, the alternate has not played. But um, for the Europe team, they've already named five of their six players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they have one player left and they have an alternate left. For the world team, they've named four of their six players. Mm-hmm. So they have two more to name and they have one alternate to name. Mm-hmm. Now, this year, it's it, it happens in mid-September. It happens a couple weeks after the U.S. Open. Right. Uh, the first year, it was in uh, 
Prague, Czechoslovakia. Mm -hmm. Last year was in Chicago, Chicago, which I don't know why we didn't make it to I that. I know, crazy. This year, it is in Geneva, Switzerland. Switzerland. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so what Isaac and I wanted to just kind of talk a little bit today is, who do we kind of think should be named to those remaining positions? Right. Now, for Team Europe, mm -hmm. currently the five people they've named, <laughs> get ready, <laughs> right. is Roger Federer, well, Rafael Nadal, come on. Dominique Team. Crazy. Alexander Zaris, come on, and Fabio Fonini. Oh, okay, fine. Wow, okay. wow. So come on now. Now, <laughs> now, granted, we've thought that the team that Team Europe was stacked like that in previous years, and it has still and come still down to the end, right? That's right. Yes. Now for Team World, mm -hmm. they've named the four that they've named are Kevin Anderson, mm -hmm. John Isner, yes, sir, Milos Rionic, yep, and Dennis Shapovalov. Oh. Yes. So, Isaac, yeah. who's the one person that Europe should add and mm -hmm. why? <sighs> I mean, it's it. It's a tough call, man. Well, of course, you know they can't. You know they won't offer it to Djokovic because, of course, that's just too much. That's you know because he was on the team last year. Nadal, well, true, and Nadal was on the team. You know the first it, its inception. So, right. so they won't they won't offer it out there. But I, you know, I, to me, I, I I would hope that they would extend it out to maybe somebody that that is a little bit more, you know, new or or you know one of the younger players if you will mm -hmm. out there so maybe someone like um w would Medvedev qualify no Medvedev is Russian he would okay so that would be a part of the world the world yeah. okay okay I'm trying to think who would I then pick you know what they <laughs> who they need to pick to, to, to so they can hopefully rebuild his damn confidence is Grigor Dimitrov <laughs> Because no. my boy is just broke. He was actually on the team first the first year, right? The right. first year. Yeah, he won his singles match. Yeah, yeah. So he's got a proven record. But as I don't know if you all know this, listeners, but yeah, Grigor Dimitrov is going through a bit of a slump right now. So, um, so you know, it's 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 tough for me to call Bryce. I'm gonna throw it over to you. Who do you think that European spot should go to? Uh, to me, I definitely know who I think it should go to, but I'm going to tell you who in my heart I wish it would go to, but okay. it's not going to go to him. Okay. Uh, you know, my love affair with Songa is oh, still yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see Songa play. Uh, he would, for a couple of different reasons. Yeah. Number one, he is uh, a threat mm -hmm. to win any match. Right. He's a good singles and doubles player. Mm -hmm. He would represent France, where they have no representation currently. That, that's true. And he is very well-liked. Yes, he is. Uh, so he would be a good team member. Now, so if it was just me yeah. picking, they said, Bryce, do you pick who will be on the team? <laughs> right. And remember, he would be number six. Right. So you already have so these other five. Mm -hmm. So Sangha being num my number six, is is strong all day long. That's a good point. But who I think it probably should actually go to okay. is it should go to Vavrenka. Oh, because I didn't even think about Vavrenka. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it is in Switzerland. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. That's home country. Right, their home country. Yeah, and. You know, his game has been looking really good. Right. You know, like I said, I'm on this whole stand thing now. <laughs> um, and so... Shame on you. <laughs> you know, he, that's who I would... I say that they should put. 
I should you be know, staying. You, I, that is a great recommendation because of the fact, like you said, he's fr- he's Swiss, he's a, he's Swiss, so it'd be mm-hmm. in his home country. I mean, and honestly, it makes that would be so rough though because you got yet another multiple Grand Slam champion that you're adding to the squad along with Roger and uh, Rafa. That oh my gosh, that's that's a stack team. Right. That's right. that's that's pretty rough. Right. But I can't disagree with you. Right. I think that would, would be a, a great choice. Although so, I agree with you on Songa as well. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about the whole French connection because yeah, shit. Put Songa, put Gail Monfils in that thing. <laughs> right. Shit, I love me some Gail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So okay, so that's so that's Team Europe. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Team World. Mm-hmm. Who there are two spots open. All right. Yeah. So who would you add to Anderson, Isner, um, Rionic, and Shapovalov? And this is such a tough one. And I know you're going to be like, huh? But to me, he he's proven. And in my eyes, the doubles point is very important on that team. Mm-hmm. I would bring back Jack Sock. Mm-hmm. I literally would, and, and you know what? And just I can't get far away from singles. Yeah, right. just say, tell me, don't you even look at the singles court. We don't, don't even want you to look at I'll the singles smack court. Smack upside your head, you look over that singles draw. Right. You stay your ass over here in doubles. Right. I would bring back Jack Sock. I absolutely okay. would. Absolutely. And in truth, because he is to me on fire right mm-hmm. now, and he's he's you talk about somebody trending on the upward swing, mm-hmm. I would bring Felix Ajayali-Asim on that team. And that mm-hmm. would make three Canadians, it true would. enough, mm-hmm. but I feel like I feel like he has earned his spot. In my opinion, he honestly should be on there before Shapovalov, because he actually is ranked higher right. than Dennis Shapovalov. And definitely play Rionic next uh, yes, in does. the Canadian Open. In so the Canadian we'll Open. We'll see what that's about. Correct. So to me, that's who I would be giving my slots to. Is I would I would give him one to Felix and one to Jack. Okay. What about you? Who are you thinking about? All right. Well, my first slot, no question, goes to Nick Curios. Oh yeah, I forgot about Nick. Right. <laughs> that's and, right. That's right. And and like and like Sanga, but even on a different level from Sanga, yes. is a threat to win every match he plays. Especially against the big guy. Exactly. So if if McEnroe is looking at, I need to have somebody that can potentially beat Nadal, mm-hmm. that can potentially beat Roger yeah, Federer. You got to have Kyrgios oh, on the team. He can beat all of them. He on, all, on yeah. any given day, he can beat every single person on that European squad that you name. And he can play singles and he can play doubles. That's right. right. So That's right. my first spot definitely goes to him. Go on ahead, good one, brother. My mm-hmm. second spot, yeah. and you you take your pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one? Mm-hmm. They're both Russians. Okay. I say it either is Medvedev or Hatchinov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I hear what you're saying about Ali Asim, but they're ranked higher than he is. That is true. And they have been much more consistent than he has been. That is very Why true. Why they're ranked higher? <laughs> right, so right. Um, I, I think I think Ali Asim is like a definite shoe in for next year. Yeah, yeah. But for this year, I would close it out with... And, and here's the thing. Both mm-hmm. Medvedev and Hatchinoff both play a lot of doubles. That's true. So, uh, but I would go with one of them. And, and if, you know, my feet got put to the fire and I had to pick one of them, I would pick Medvedev. I, yeah, I would pick Medvedev as well. Because yeah. to me, he's just... His game is just really on another level right. than Hatchinoff's right now. I think that they will eventually both be right at that same tier. Right. But Daniil is definitely the one I would pick on. 
on on today. Yeah. yeah. So listeners, hey, you know they will be announcing who these people are in the next couple of weeks. So you know, let's keep our our fingers crossed, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, we'll see who McEnroe and Borg pick. Yes, sir. So with that. Uh, we want to go ahead and wrap the show up, but we want to, as we always do, hey. we want to remind you that we are really getting out there. Um, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, on Google Play, on SoundCloud, on iHeartRadio, um, and then join our online family. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. Yes. Uh, Instagram, Instagram. Facebook. Yes. Uh, you know, come out there. We have our own YouTube channel. That's right. Like us, review us, um, get our name out there because come August the 26th. Hey, what? We out there. We out there. We out there. We out there. (laughs) (laughs) We out there. So anyway, so hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be talking to you next week from, uh, well, we won't be in Cincinnati, (laughs) but we'll be talking about Cincinnati tournament. We plan to be in Cincinnati next year. That's right. But um, this is your boy, Bryce. And this is your boy, Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Have a good one, everyone. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.